You had one thing to do. Turn the mics up. I, believe, <laughs> I love live podcasting. <laughs> I believe I have things to do to get us up. You were half asleep when I came in here. Sure, that's what. I asked you what you were doing. I'm taking today off. I'm like, what? If I had the option to take today off, I would be asleep right now. All right. I gave you yesterday off so you could go to volleyball. I know. I could have rushed back out or I could have made it about 10 after 5 yesterday. Yeah. With a ticket, but I could have made it. Planning and zoning. Who knew parking could take four hours to talk about? Well, with all the traffic we got, evidently. Well, you can't get through the traffic to get to parking. So I don't know how people don't know there's parking because you can't get through the traffic. Anyway, uh, it was a very interesting and lively uh, discussion. Those of you that uh, have any kind of insomnia tonight, I strongly encourage you to turn on the planning and zoning meeting from yesterday. You will it'll help you out. Let me tell you. I said, that was a good, it was a You're good, well it was a good discussion. Um, I joke about that because the meetings are sometimes long, but it was a really good discussion. A lot of people put a lot of effort into it yeah. and a lot of good presentations and a lot of good um, opinions and, and ideas about parking. So, yes. All right. Yes. I look so, forward to hearing these new opinions about parking. Yeah, they, they were all there. They were good. Um, and it's just the beginning. We have to do. Although this is like the first kind of yeah. look at it in a while. But yeah, it's all good. Um, anyway, Bobby, you will like one of the stories today. I promise. <laughs> I promise, Our Bobby. is watching. Yeah. Happy to. I, you guys, I scoured the internet for you too today. Because he cares. Because I care. <laughs> and because it's Wednesday. And you guys are going to love the show tomorrow. Uh, Steph Hollis is coming by. So I'm doing Mike Davis's version of Outnumbered tomorrow. What? You're going to be in the studio. Steph Hollis is going to be in the studio. Right. And I am going to be on over. I might even make me sit over there <laughs> in the seat all by myself so you two are on camera together. That's good. I might do that tomorrow just for we'll you two. We'll see how it goes. I didn't even get ad reads out today. Look at you. You're yeah. saying I'm sleeping on the job. Well, I at was. At least I did all of the other things. I, I was busy uh, listening to Randy Weidgardner, uh, the head of the teachers union uh talk to congress yeah and it's always great when somebody comes talks to congress because you have one side mm -hmm. that supports them yeah oh you're the most glowing greatest person ever to do this yeah, job so and the history of history and i love your outfit and where did you get those shoes and by the way can you just tell us why you're so great yeah and the other side the world is going to hell in a handbasket and it's all because of you uh-huh can you tell us why you're sending the world to hell in a handbasket? Exactly. And that's how every hearing on Capitol Hill goes today. It just depends on where you insert yourself and what party's in control and what party's asking the questions. And That's how government avoids yeah. working. Oh, my God. And then the other is uh, a simple, can you answer a yes-no question? And they can't. They can't. Followed by, well, I'm trying to get to your answer. I only have four minutes. I know. My stalling lasts 17 minutes. If you'll just let me continue to stall, I won't have to ask any more. So they've learned to ask like these rapid fire questions, which I don't think makes it any better. Yeah. Because then the side that's attacking whoever's testifying looks like they're bullying them. But if you're on that side, you're like, hurry up and ask a faster question because yeah. they're not answering. And, I, mm -hmm. you know, and they're not going to give you the answer you want in that kind of form. No. You need James O'Keefe to get you the answers you want. <laughs> <laughs> Off the record. Pop up at a coffee house somewhere. Yes, pop up. All right. I'm just throwing you two. I have no idea which two I just threw you. Okay. Yes. All right. Opening their doors in 2008, Brightway Insurance, the Casey agency, has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, 
major floods, hail, and fires through these events. The agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of their core values, says Ashley Casey. They pride themselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help their clients meet their insurance needs. Give them a call, the Casey Agency. Right way insurance. All right. Yes. All right. Carmelo's Pizzeria. They are locally owned and operated by the Tringali family, who also owns 123 Burger House. So both of these restaurants are St. Augustine staples. Carmelo's known for the best pizza nine years in a row. They have New York brick oven style pizza, salads, subs, wings, and more. The Burger House also has fantastic, delicious, mouth-watering burgers, chicken, wings, salads, authentic wood-fired pizza, and ice cream. Both restaurants offer dine-in, takeout, and delivery through Bite Squad and Grubhub. Go see the Tringale family today. Enjoy you some pizza or some burgers. It's all delicious. We also have South State Bank. The team at South State Bank is a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine. State Road through 12, State Road 16, and the beach. Or you can visit them at southstatebank.com. Back to you, Mike. All right, Bozart Ford Lincoln. Their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a new or used car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozart is a family-owned Ford dealership that has been in business in St. Augustine since 1949. And Bozart Ford Lincoln has been the recipient of numerous awards, including being ranked the number one automotive dealership in the United States by Dealer Raider. Go check out Bozart Ford. Talk to Bo, Letty, all of their great staff. Check out their inventory. They'll help you get a car, new or used. You can also go by Ford's Garage and get that amazing 904 Now Burger, named after the amazing Pete Melfi. Mm-hmm. We have an update on Pete Melfi as soon as we're done with this read. But check them out today online at Bozard Ford. They are great people. They're absolutely wonderful. We got a little community update coming that is the Bozard Ford community update as well. Mm-hmm. But first of all, to dispel any rumors, no, we were not fired yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we started Monday with are we fired? Are we fired? And, and then we didn't show up. We didn't show up on Tuesday. <laughs> so um, no truth to that rumor. Pete has not fired us. Not because he doesn't want to, but he's just too lazy to call and tell us we're fired. The truth of our demise has been greatly exaggerated. Yes, it is. <laughs> and also, he's got no one else foolish enough to do a show at 5 o'clock four days a week. <laughs> and he can't afford the charges of sexism if he fires Amanda. Well, you know. You're the only female anchor on the network. It keeps me a little safe. I know. I could be gone tomorrow. <laughs> There's plenty of dumb older men on this show. Me and Troy Blevins. We could be gone tonight. Both of us could be gone tomorrow. You can replace us with any number of older men that are dumb. It's, we're the easy fix. Hollywood. Uh, we got Hollywood, nothing. It seems like they always keep the dudes and the chicks yeah. are replaceable. I don't know about that anymore. That might not. That was the way it was for That's a long time. That's the way time. it was for a long time. For a long time. Like ever since Hollywood started, it's yeah. been that way. On the sequel, it would be a different blonde. Yes. Oh, guess who asked for more money? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Guess no, no. Guess who asked for any money? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Guess who asked for any money? So or equal billing. Equal billing. <laughs> I would like my name mentioned before the guy that's the grip yeah. or the key grip or the guy that what's the other? There's like 17 names in there that mean yeah. something that I don't know. But oh yeah, gaffers. I always remember the the gaffers. Thank yes. you. Yeah, the gaffer got mentioned before me. Uh-huh. Be quiet, or we'll replace you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now, I don't think Hollywood was nice to women in the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s and the 2000s <laughs> and the 2010s. Nice <laughs> Maybe since the 2020s are women finally getting some of the respect that they deserve in Hollywood. Maybe. I'm just saying, I don't yeah. think it's a safe place for women. I don't think it's a safe place for I women. I don't think it is. But anyway, Pete has not fired us. We're here. Uh, I was at Planning and Zoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meeting did last till 5 yesterday. Uh, I will be at Planning and Zoning next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I looked at the agenda. It looks like it can be done by five, which means it won't be done by five. Yeah, and I'll be at Carpetbaggers. Uh, we will not be doing a show next week. No. On Tuesday, <laughs> we will be here. Tomorrow's an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Steph Hollis is going to stop by. And like I said, I will be That'd outnumbered, be which will be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to I found an amazing topic that will allow you two to express your true feelings about the world. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. I told Troy because he's leaving for vacation. Yeah. And I said, you're going to miss one of the best shows ever tomorrow. Mm-hmm. When I told him the topic, he's like, I'm going to have to go find it. It must be good because even Darcy texts me about how much fun tomorrow's shows. Are. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, if there's a guy that's brave enough to go out on the thinnest ice ever on the deepest, coldest lake, it will be me tomorrow. Did you just call us frigid? No, I said me. I'm, I'm brave enough to go way out on a lake on thin ice you ever heard the story you're out on thin ice? Yes. You're like in a dangerous place? has nothing to do with you. It has to do with me being in a very dangerous place. I, let me put it another way. I'm going way out on a limb All right. that will not support my adult weight. Okay. May have supported my youth weight, but not my adult <laughs> weight. So that's how far out on a limb I'm Same going tomorrow. I'm giving you guys all the rope you can to hang me. So, yeah. All right. All right so a couple of updates okay. in the community. And this is uh, the Jacksonville Business Journal, which does a great job. Okay. Um, they had an article, Superior Construction is going to get a $32 million contract to widen County Road 210. All right. Do you know how many miles they're widening? That is road construction for so long. Yeah. Do you know how many, no, mi- how many miles? Uh, 2.3. 2.3 miles. miles. Plus $32 million. $32 million. Are they upgrading infrastructure underneath the road? Well, actually, I think the cars will be self-driving after they're done. <laughs> they're just going to drive. All the cars will get on there and automatically self-driving for $32 million. It's going to look like 32, future, too. <laughs> it just doesn't buy the amount of Defense Department hammers that it used to. Man, that's a $32 million. There's inflation out there. Um, and then Baptist has started building their ER center out at okay. State Road uh, 207 and 95, mm-hmm. where the old um, outlet mall used to I be. I heard they were going to No, build. it's at, no, I'm sorry, it's at 90, it's 16 and 95. 16 and 95. 16 yeah. and 95, yes. So, so. I was thinking um, that the medical complex that was going to be built on 207 and mm-hmm. 95 I was thinking that it was Best Bet, the building that they built for Best Bet. Yes. I was like, oh, that'll be a nice hospital. <laughs> Turns out that's a, yeah. a den of gambling, a den of iniquity. I don't, <laughs> I gamble every day. Yeah. I'm a general contractor. I don't need any more risk. I drive in St. Augustine, so I do too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, you brought it up. Oh no. <laughs> you brought it up. So I got thinking today, there are two things like randomly met in the middle of my brain uh-huh. and they met because i watched someone do something that i've never seen them do before in all my years of driving i am on 207 okay. i'm at the light at um uh, south dixie okay facing us1 mm-hmm. there's no one in the lanes on 207 to go on to us1 okay thank god <laughs> because someone decided as they turned off of us1 onto 207 mm-hmm. that the lanes traveling west to go west was not the lanes to be in. Mm-hmm. 
But the lanes heading east was where you should travel west. Oh, so they turned at you? They turned in. Now, fortunately, there wasn't anybody in any of those lanes, right? So I guess they just thought, hey, there's eight lanes here, four lanes here, and I can take anyone I want. Choose your own adventure. (laughs) It says 207. I can go any way I want. It's the wild, wild west, right? Wow. So they turn in, and then I don't know that they realized they were on the wrong lane or in the wrong lane. I, I have no clue, right? They made it to Jimmy John's before they made a turn. A semi truck had to stop. Wow. Before it flattened them, right? That's crazy. So I started laughing. Uh-huh. And my I was like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in this area of driving. Uh-huh. I did see an incredibly stupid U-turn before I made it back to the office, right? And I thought to myself, people are worried about AI outthinking us. <laughs> AI doesn't stand a chance. If you asked AI to predict what drivers will do, mm-hmm. AI would melt in like 30 seconds. Yeah. It, there's not enough computing capacity. To see someone doing to, that. To be able to figure out what drivers are going to do on the road, much less predict it and warn us about it. Okay. No AI would go, today someone is going to turn into your lane of travel <laughs> on a road that oh, no one has ever done that before. AI doesn't stand a chance against humanity, human stupidity. Had they come out of the weed store. Yeah. Because they went up the wrong lane of traffic to Jimmy John's. So yes. I'm thinking that they came out of the weed store and just saw sandwich shop. Sandwich shop. <laughs> I don't know. And that was what they did. That's my hypothesis. I, I don't know. I couldn't see who the driver was. I could not. I wonder if Davey's watching. I wonder if Davey went to Billy Idol last night. Idol. I know. I wanted to go, and Darcy had a vestry meeting, and we couldn't go. And I was like all excited about going. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you, had I gone, I would be clinically deaf today. <laughs> Probably. It was so loud, and it was so loud, and it wasn't like house shaking loud. I've had yeah. a couple of concerts like that, but it, it was loud enough that I think sonically it killed several of the mosquitoes in my neighborhood. <laughs> So, thank you, Billy Idol. Yes, Billy Idol, all by himself, ending the mosquito plague in St. Augustine. <laughs> Davey had to work. Davey! Sorry, Davey. I'm sorry, Davey, but you would have gone. Davey and I had a good time at Billy Idol. Yeah, you Billy would. is like, he's like one of those rock, it just, he just keeps going. He's just a rocker. He's one of the good wrinkle rock guys. Yeah? Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> all I can think of is Wedding Singer. Yes! Billy Idol's like helping Adam Sandler get to Drew Bell. I know! And her dirtbag fiancé is like, get out of the way, Billy Idol! Yeah. And then his bodyguard comes up and like takes him out. That was a, that that should have been nominated and should have won the Academy Award. That's fantastic. Right? For Best Supporting Actor. I enjoyed it. He that. saved a relationship on a plane with the song. Mm-hmm. And the spur of the moment. I mean, it's not like they practiced it or anything and it was a fake set. I know. Billy Idol should have gotten that. I don't know who got the award that year, but they didn't deserve it. For Best Supporting Actor? No. I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Billy Idol. 100%. Billy says Troy said he sucks. Uh, you know, I'm not by... Listen, when it comes to like hair bands of the 80s, I'm not sure Troy's the best judge of that. <laughs> right? If you're talking about, you know, Modest Mouse and stuff like that, you know, I'll give you Troy Nose's music there, but I'm not sure he appreciates that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't think he does. I mean, you know. Just saying. Are you saying he's too young or too old? Both. <laughs> he's both. He's he's too young to appreciate that they're still playing, mm-hmm. and he's too old to remember how good they were. Wow. See, I got all that worked in in one sentence. All in one go. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> 
But that was awesome. Heather Garris went and said, I don't have a shirt off most of the show. The weed? Is that a pro or is that a con? I don't know. <laughs> uh, first of all, did he have a six-pack abs? Yeah. I just, I mean, Billy, I could see still having the six-pack. The guy that had Our was... Our dad bod still in? I don't know. I don't know. He might have some, yes, some There's so many there. singers that have that. Um, <laughs> I thought the guy, uh, the lead singer for REO Speedwagon. Yeah. He was 70-some years old when he came here like six or seven, eight years ago mm-hmm. and was amazingly good. Yeah. Was awesome. Was phenomenal. Outshone the, the headliner, Pat Benatar, by far. Yeah. Because he really enjoyed doing what he was doing. You know who really enjoys performing? Mm-hmm. Um, Harry Connick Jr. When he came, that was a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun at that show. That yeah. dude did not sit still. He loved performing. He was all over the stage. He was tap dancing. He was playing trumpets and drums and piano and everything. You, I love people that in, when you go pay to see them, mm-hmm. truly still enjoy yeah. the act. Mm-hmm. They enjoy making people happy. They enjoy their music. Mm-hmm. To me, that's fun. Yeah. When you get somebody who's phoning it in, it's like, I paid for this. Yeah. I worked really hard. I took a night off. Mm-hmm. I could have been home in bed. And I'm here cheering you on. Yeah. I'm going to be half deaf tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I could like, enjoy it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much money you're making at this, but yeah. you get to travel around and meet all kinds of people. And wherever you go, people kiss your ass. Yeah. You could at least enjoy doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if you don't, eh, I'm not. So if you ever get the chance to see Harry Connick Jr., definitely go. Even if, like, you don't love every single song he's ever done, he's yeah. just fun to watch. Yeah, it's worst concert ever, Bob Dylan and Tom Petty. Somebody had a great... Um, Were they just like stoned uh, out of their board? I, I don't know, but someone had a great Tom Petty one. It was like all of his songs. Yeah. Uh, don't Come Around Here No More. Mm-hmm. It was like all the songs of Leave Me Alone. All Tom Petty songs <laughs> are like Leave Me Alone songs, right? And they've listed like the titles of them. You're like, wow, there's a, there's a message and a theme there I didn't get. Yeah. Right? It's just all of these Tom Petty songs. Yeah. And, and I was like... Last okay. dance with Mary Jane. I can see that. I can 100% see that Tom Petty wants to be left alone. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. And we are doing trivia tomorrow, too. We are. I okay. have trivia questions because I'll be just obliterated when I bring up the subject tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I might as well. I might as well do some trivia. All right. So it happened yesterday. What happened? The long-awaited, it's under who filed the bill. Who filed the bill? Today, I'm just a, what is it? I'm a bill. Tomorrow I'll be a law. That's, I'm just a bill, just right? So who filed the ordinary bill? Oh, I don't know. Travis Hudson. Travis Hudson. Travis Hudson filed the bill, an amendment to an elections bill, Senate Bill 7050. Okay. Which would clarify qualification requirements for political offices and exempt what person? From having to resign to run for a higher office. Would it be Ron? Ron DeSantis? Yes, Ron DeSantis. I was waiting for the last name because I was afraid you are going to mess it up. Um, yes, it was Ron DeSantis. You have faith in me? <laughs> I had 100% faith I'm in you. That was, a, that was a softball <laughs> of all softball questions. All right. Yeah. Uh, the strike all amendment was filed Tuesday afternoon by State Senator Travis Hudson, a Republican from Northeast Florida, whom DeSantis endorsed last year. All right. There it is. There it is. So I'm going to predict this now. Since Travis Hudson filed the bill, mm-hmm. should Ron DeSantis become president of the United States, Travis Hudson will be in the administration or an ambassador somewhere. <laughs> that's how this works. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that's what's going to happen. Yeah, if he wants to be, I guess. 
If he hadn't filed it or he voted against it, chances of him becoming one of those things are slim, none, and ain't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. We'll find out. We'll find out. Look, I like Travis. I think he's he's done well bringing money back to, to St. John's County from Tallahassee. And we've not always been able to get money back to St. John's County, so I think he's done a really good job. Um, so as the arrest We're of the legislative delegation, county. we have um, uh, Paul Renner being the Speaker of the House is mm-hmm. a huge thing. Cindy Stevenson um, uh, as well. So I, I think all of them have done a good job of getting money back into St. John's County in the last few years. Yeah, so, that's good. I'm not running for anything. I'm just telling you that I think they've done a good <laughs> Is that job. currently running for anything? <laughs> I am running for something, waves. And if there yeah. was surf right now, because somebody called me in the middle of the day and said there's waves. You were at the beach. I went to the beach. <laughs> and I'm like, no bueno today. No good. I have to yeah. work. I'm never at the beach, but I was today. You were today. I could have been there at noontime, but I Monday I took a trip down to see a homeless um, center in Orlando, mm-hmm. got back for the show, Tuesday I had planning and zoning, and tomorrow is a full day of meetings. So I was like, I have two days to work. And then you have a big event tomorrow. I have a huge event. We, you're going with me. I we're know. winning. We are winning. Do you know what our name is? I've heard. Yes. Yeah, so we're at the Young Life event tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, which is at the Anastasia Baptist Church. It's a trivia night. It's a Young Life event. It's a fundraiser. Young Life's an amazing group. We should have had them in today. I blame me for not booking them. Um, but it, it, I blame you too. I 100% blame me, but that would have meant I thought about what I was doing. Um, so they're, they're coming in. Uh, we're going to their, their uh, event tomorrow night. Last year, we took second place. Yep. Right before we interviewed Mike Arnold, mm-hmm. we did not take first or second place. <laughs> and we trolled him. We trolled him about that last year, which my was awesome. I decided that our second place trophy needed to be on my work desk, so it sits by my work. Computer. I've still got the trophy upstairs in case Mike Arnold comes back. Yeah. I was going to send it with our young lady from St. Joe to troll him, but I didn't know if I could get it back from her, and I yeah. wanted to make sure I had a trophy that Mike Arnold doesn't have. Um, so anyway, uh, but but Young Life, we'll be doing that tomorrow night. We're going to try to win. Uh, we do have some pretty, uh, pretty cool people sitting at the table with us. Yep. So, yes. So it will be a lot of fun. We'll find out. And it's actually like real trivia, not the trivia that I do. Mm-hmm. That's like politically charged. It's like real <laughs> trivia. So we'll, we'll find like out. Real trivia. But anyway. Gotta get a good night's sleep. Gotta drink lots of water. <laughs> so was there any doubt that DeSantis would get someone to, to file the bill? It's going to get voted on. Nobody yeah. in the legislature. I mean. Nobody wants to cross the governor who may be a president one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be very interesting because I'm sure Donald Trump has endorsed some of the local Florida reps and senators because mm-hmm. they want to move on to a higher level someday and they would yeah. like Trump's endorsement. So it will be interesting to see. I mean, I think they'll all vote and it, it'll pretty much be, yeah, Ron's in. Mm-hmm. Um, but a pretty inter- it'll be pretty interesting to see. Had Trump wanted to kneecap it, he would have like, run a whole bunch of people in those races. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have made a difference. So Incumbency is such a big deal at I that level. I kind of selfishly hoped that they wouldn't introduce the bill, mm-hmm. and that they wouldn't vote on it, because I'd kind of like to keep Ron here for as long as A lot of us him. would, yes. And I would also like to keep him out of the fray with Donald Trump. Yep. And so I'd kind of like, the whatever is going to happen with Trump to run its course without risking the future career prospects of Ron DeSantis. So that's my concern. My concern is that Ron is going to go against Don and only one of them is going to come out alive. And I don't want that. 
I don't want to see the carnage either, but I don't think you can stop it at this point in time. It's well, the bill. The it wouldn't have mattered. Produced. It wouldn't have mattered. No. I think DeSantis was running no matter no, what. <laughs> I think, you know, you, you look at it. I, I wish he wasn't running and I wish he would wait. Mm-hmm. Right. But there are so many people that I've talked to that don't want to see Donald Trump run again. They're uh, conservatives. They're Republicans. They're moderate of the road. People, they just don't want to see him run again. Obviously, Democrats are hating the fact that he's going to run again. Yeah. Just as Republicans uh, that are hardcore are hating the fact that Joe Biden is running again, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you would think, oh, this is an easy victory, but he slept his way through it last time. Yeah. And they have to wake him up every day and tell him he's president. Mm-hmm. It's like 51st States. Another Adam Sandler reference. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every day he has to start with a video. Believe it or not, you're the president of the United States. Yeah. So I, I think Ron... I won't... The next year. No, I think they pass it. I think they get it done. I think he runs. Um, I think everybody else that's running besides those two mm-hmm. is honestly, it's. You don't think I, I think is going to be an upset? I, I I hate to say this, and I'm trying to figure out a way to say it that isn't a war reference. Um, they are just additional people to take comments. Um, they'll fire some things that both. I mean, all of them are going to be prepping for Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are going to be prepping for each other. Nobody's prepping for Asa Hutchinson. Nobody's prepping for Tim Scott. Nobody's prepping for Nikki Haley. Uh, Mike Pence isn't even going to make it that long, right? There's just certain people that have announced it's like, hey, enjoy the tour of the country. You're going nowhere. It's not going to happen. Do you think that any of them know that this isn't going to be their turn, but they want to be the Tulsi Gabbard? They want to be the spoiler, so they're... They're training and looking for their moment to try and tank somebody on the stage. So remember I said Travis uh, Hudson is in a great position down the road to get something from Ron DeSantis. He introduced this bill, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And there was probably a fight over who was going to introduce the bill. Yeah. Right. There was probably serious backdoor backroom discussions about who's going to do it, why they're going to do it, all this other stuff, right? So there's also people that are running for president, they really don't want to be president, Mm -hmm. but they want to be in the cabinet. They want to be a kingmaker by dropping out of the race and throwing their half a percent Mm -hmm. to whoever they think is going to win. And then again, hey, I hope you owe me back. Uh, Chris Christie's a prime example of that, Mm -hmm. right? Chris Christie had no hope of winning. He's a leverage guy. And Chris, I, I honestly... I'm still waiting on Chris. Such a large man being the leverage guy. That's a dangerous position. (laughs) Kind of a seesaw effect. (laughs) Think about it. It's kind of a seesaw effect. Just think about it for a second. You just have to think about it. Put a mental picture there. Um, I, I still believe that when you look at it, Chris Christie could easily have been the guy that was telling the FBI what Trump was up to. Yeah. Right? I mean, he endorsed him early, he got into his camp, he became a confidant of him, yep. he never got in trouble for Bridgegate, yep. and, I, and I've said all Chris has to do is come on the show and say, hey, no, that's not what happened. We've been saying this for six years. Yeah. He's not taking us up on it. It's I don't know what weird. that means. It's weird that yeah. he's not answering our I know. For you would think, I mean, the biggest show is ours that he would just want to respond and, and say something. Robin says they're already showing negative Trump ads where she is. Oh, they're they're Pacific Northwest. I don't think there's a I don't think there's a shot for that to swing Trump. Uh, all right, <laughs> Robin, I got to ask a question. Have you ever seen a positive Trump ad out there? Yeah. I just if you have, I'm going to be shocked. Mm-hmm. But I would like to be shocked. I would like to be hopeful that oh, there's positive Trump ads everywhere. 
But I don't see Trump like in the ad buy. Oh, that's where we need to ad buy. I don't know. Trump's got an ego on yeah. him. He might. Yes. <laughs> I think we can flip Washington and Oregon. <laughs> so Robin says yes. That's yeah. awesome. I did not know that, wow. but that is awesome. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Who knew? Melissa, I think that's the worst use of money ever. <laughs> Try and show negative DeSantis ads in a state that voted for them. Oh, uh, you need Florida. You need the the DeSantis type turnout in Florida. Uh, obviously, Trump got a good turnout in twenty uh, twenty here. Mm-hmm. But try not to alienate too many DeSantis people. He's done a really good job for us. He's done a great job. I watched um, Anthony He's Fauci. Had ne- negative feedback at Florida events because he continues to tout mm-hmm. the pharmaceutical situation that people don't necessarily back him 100% on anymore. So there's two things that DeSantis could use against Trump. Mm -hmm. One is Trump's response to the pandemic, Mm -hmm. the people that he left in power during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So uh, Dr. Fauci is no uh, fan favorite on the right. Um, uh, Very despised by people on the right because they feel like he didn't make the right decisions on a whole host of things. Yeah. There's another topic that came up, and somewhere in my stack of stuff over my shoulder on the floor, if I dug through the 75 articles that I have (laughs) stacked up, uh, back in 2012, uh, Trump owned the Miss USA or Miss Universe pageant. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was in Canada. Mm -hmm. There was a woman from Canada who was a trans, was a man, was a trans woman, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Trump allowed him to compete. Mm -hmm. And... That was long before we're involved in all of this 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 topic about transgenderism and what should be allowed and what not should be allowed. Mm-hmm. And because it was allowed in Canada, I think Trump allowed it. But look for that yeah. to be a major cultural war topic to be brought up against Trump. Yeah. And And by the way, everyone on the left that supports trans rights, none of them will speak up and say Trump was right about that. Yeah. Not a one. Well, Trump was the only man that walked into the White House supporting gay marriage. Yes. Obama left supporting gay marriage, but Mm -hmm. he was elected standing against gay marriage. Obviously, that's not like his major platform, but he was against gay marriage and he was pro-civil unions when he was elected. And so he left pro-gay marriage, but Mm -hmm. he was not elected pro-gay marriage. Robin, are you going to secede into Idaho? Yeah, that's the part. Yeah, that's if you're 45 minutes from Idaho, how hard are you trying to secede that part of your state in West Idaho? Yes. (laughs) No, but Trump was. Uh, Trump, I have said this repeatedly. uh, People on the left uh, blew a a huge opportunity Mm -hmm. to get a lot of things done that, that Trump would have done with them until they just vilified him for so long. He's like, screw it, I'm not dealing with you anymore. Um, he was very liberal on some social issues. Trump was raised Democrat. Yeah, I mean, very out of the box mm-hmm. um, in his thinking. Mm-hmm. And they took an opportunity and just threw it out the window and said, we hate this guy and we're not working with him. And yeah. uh, there's all kinds of things. I think you could have seen um, Trump side with Democrats on some gun legislation. Oh, yeah, they painted themselves yeah. in a corner. Oh. They would have gotten more gun legislation passed yep. under Trump had they only treated him like a human being. Yes, but because they treated him like a comic book supervillain, then he was like, all right, well, I'm going to talk to the people that will talk to me. And he ended up going further right than he ever would have. Mm-hmm. 
he absolutely would have been moderate leaning left. And I think there would have been a lot of Republicans with buyer's remorse. Yes. Because he would have, he absolutely was every intention of going in there and let's make a deal. Uh, They had two ways to destroy Trump. Mm -hmm. One was get him to make a lot of bad deals Mm -hmm. that the base would have been mad at him about. Right. The other was just to vilify him nonstop. Mm-hmm. They chose the mean, spiteful way to do it. Mm-hmm. They could have easily just said, hey, what about this? Hey, what about but that? Honestly, hey, what about I this? Think they did that because their egos got in the way. Yes. They were like, we can destroy this guy. We mm-hmm. can make him into a complete untouchable. And it completely backfired and they got him elected. Yep. And so at that point, it was just spite. Mm-hmm. How dare you people elect this guy that we told you was an orange face clown? We told you not to elect him and, and you didn't listen to us. So now you're going yeah. to pay the price. Yeah. And so that's what they did. And what they did was they turned him into a more conservative president than seriously. I stand by that than he ever intended to be mm-hmm. like he absolutely would have been a more far left. He would have been a new brand of Republican who's yes. moderate a la George W. Bush, mm-hmm. had they just been kind to him. Yes. I, I, I agree. Yeah. All right. We're changing subjects. Changing subjects. We're, we're, we're going to change subjects off of that. Um, who hid the Bible? Who hid the Bible? Who hid the Bible? Right? So this is kind of an interesting story because we have been told people on the left do not approve of banning books. Uh-huh. They do not in any way, shape, yeah, or form, absolutely. especially if they're in school libraries. Only fascists ban books. All right. I am not accusing this person of being a fascist. We're simply stating what some people say about that. Who knew that books would become a euphemistic term for pornography to five-year-olds? There is a mystery. There was. They have solved it. The Arizona legislature. Mm -hmm. There's a little room off of the legislative chamber Mm -hmm. where members can meet. Occasionally, they're allowed to bring guests into that room to meet. Um, In that room, there were two Bibles. Is it called the Champagne Room? It is not called the Champagne Room. That's the next story. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Bobby, hang in there. I'm getting there. It's the next story. Yes. Um, So, the Bibles went missing. The Bibles went missing. Two Bibles in that room. Again, book banning is bad, according to people on the left. So, they did a search. They found the Bibles under the cushions. Under the cushions in the chair. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? There was a sofa in there and it was under the cushions. Mm-hmm. So they put the Bibles back on the table. Mm-hmm. It's a book. We're not supposed to ban books. Mm-hmm. Saying what I've been told. In fact, Randy, Randy Weingarten was talking about that mm-hmm. in her interview on uh, Capitol Hill mm-hmm. before I walked in here. Yeah. Doing research. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Bibles disappear again. Ah. This time, one of them is found down the hall in a refrigerator. In a refrigerator. In a refrigerator. Now, in the person's defense, they did not burn the books. They froze it. They simply froze people out from finding the book. Mm, I see what you did there. I'm back on that thin ice. (laughs) I'm back on that thin ice. So, the um, uh, Capitol Police in Arizona decide, you know what? We're going to put a little camera in here. All right. And you know what cameras do? James O'Keefe has proven they don't lie. Wait, the police investigate yes. something? Yes, yes. Gumshoes with a house. Gumshoes. I love that. Whoever wrote gum that. Gumshoes. Gumshoes. It's such an old reference. Young people won't understand it. Classic. Why do they have gum on their shoes? Um, the house security team started searching uh, the lounge, blah, blah, blah. They found them. So they decided they'd put a camera in. Mm-hmm. As a result, 
They found out that a Democratic rep, <gasps> color me shocked, a Representative Stephanie Stahl Hamilton, and a lady. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. She's a Democrat. And wait a minute. Founding father. Wait a minute. A hyphen, stall hyphen Hamilton. Okay. Um, do you know what she's, one of her jobs is? One of the things she does outside of the legislature? Is she a pastor? Oh my gosh, you're genius. <sighs> Look at that. Ordained Presbyterian minister. Mm. I don't think she got the part about you should leave the Bible out for people to read it so maybe they'll find God. Mm. Yeah. All on their own. She seems to have failed in the Great Commission. Yes. As yep. a human of the cloth. Uh, her team did not respond for questions about why she did it. Also shocking. Yes. I wonder if there were Bibles at her ordination. Perhaps she wanted that room to be a champagne room and the Bibles were killing the vibe. I don't know. I just, why would you do something like that? Because you're spiteful. All right. I, I was going to say something else, but I caught myself. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. It's 536. 536. I made it 37 minutes into this show. Without having to do this. But Bobby, here we go. Here we go, Bobby. Bobby, prepare the comments. Go ahead and get your fingers warmed up. And uh, please uh, Stretch them out. Stretch them out. fire away. <laughs> this is a fire department story. Mm-hmm. So the fire department, uh, a fire department in California Bay area mm-hmm. uh, got in trouble about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it seems... That they drove up to a strip club, uh-huh. and a stripper got out of the fire truck. A stripper got out of the out fire of the fire truck and walked into the strip club. Were the the gentlemen at the firehouse allowing her to cross train on their pole? I do not know if that's what happened. No, that awful. didn't happen. I do know that did not happen. It's awful nice. Of it's not. It's not happened. The mayor was furious and said, "Head should roll." However, armed carjackings are still a minor misdemeanor. But heads should roll for this woman getting out of the fire truck. You have to think about, we're furious over a stripper getting out of a fire truck, but it's a misdemeanor for all kinds of other deadly, dangerous things that are going on, including selling drugs. She was too hot. They had to call the fire department. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what to do with you people. I keep feeding this insatiable desire for strippers. Anyway, uh, it gets better. Uh, the video was posted on the San Jose uh, Foos Instagram, uh, which showed a fire truck with lights flashing. Stop <laughs> outside. Flashing? Never. I love the titles of these strip clubs. The Pink Poodle Strip Club. Pink Poodle? Yes, a bikini-clad woman jumped out and walked toward the club. Troy would like that. Uh there's a photo. There's a photo. Surveillance. Surveillance photo. She is bikini clad. Mm-hmm. She is. And heels. I'll leave this for Davey tomorrow morning and Pete. They, they, anyway, uh, only uh, in San Jose do you see a stripper come out of a fire truck, said the Post. So that led to this investigation, right? She looks like she's been taking Davey's class. Yes. She does look like she's oh been taking Davey's class. Very good. According to the San Jose Fire Department, the truck left the station at 9 p.m. Okay. and arrived at the Pink Poodle at 9.06. They, the unauthorized woman's ride was completed by 9.10. So what happened is they took somebody from the station to the Pink Poodle. Uh-huh. 
which they're not supposed to do because it's outside their zone and their area and the person that they were transporting, and it was a dude. The stripper came up and said, I want to go on a ride in the fire truck. Uh huh. They originally said no. Thus proving boobs get whatever they want. But they were <laughs> men. They had no, they had no chance when she asked a second time. Of course, they said yes. Jump in the fire truck. Your bikini clad. Yes. In five inch heels, saying, "But you strong, handsome men, can I please have a ride?" Yes. So I've never been in a fire truck before. Yeah. So uh, lucky that's the only ride. They put her in the ride. They went around the block. Oh. Dropped her back off. The unauthorized woman's ride along was completed by nine temps. So the entire time they left to drop the dude off, picked her up, and went around was ten minutes. Mm-hmm. After that, the truck stopped at a nearby restaurant and bar for two minutes, and at nine fourteen, and was back. So it took a whole fourteen minute ride to get uh-huh. all of these firemen in trouble. Uh huh. Um, again, the mayor was furious over what happened. No Watching word on girl. whether real crime will be that prosecuted. Was his favorite stripper, and she yeah. was delayed. Yeah, uh, they did discipline the um, the fire truck, uh, the fireman. Bad fire truck. Uh, discipline is a confidential personal matter, especially if you pay for it. <laughs> it was just right there. Did it was they, right there. Did they contract her to give lashes? <laughs> it was right there. How could you? I mean. It was right there. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Discipline is a personal matter, right? According to, gosh, in, in oh, that story. Continue yeah, let the whippings continue <laughs> until morale improves. And so I think what was really mad is the city manager and the city mayor were ticked that they because they invited. didn't get invited to the ride and they didn't get pictures of the ride. The man who got dropped off was probably the mayor and he's like, you dropped me off and then you picked and up the And then stripper. you picked up the stripper. <laughs> That's why he's mad. It's exactly right. You 100% broke the right. code, boys. Oh gosh, I'm so in trouble if Darcy's listening to this segment. Is the theme song for Wednesdays does it need to get changed? I'm in love with the stripper. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you guys just this is your favorite part of the show. Thank you. Stay. Yeah. If you look it up, you guys can find pictures and yeah. That's it. Yeah. She takes care of herself. Davy did a good job. At least from the profile, mm-hmm. it appears she takes care of herself. Look, I I I got nothing. Bobby says it was cheaper to give her a ride than to tip her. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's so hopeful. Um Tim thinks they're eight inch heels. Uh, it might be eight inch heels if you if you go from the bottom of the platform, hey, my, like I, you can see through that platform. Yeah, Tim, we won't judge if you have a pair. Those babies are lucite. Mm-hmm. Look at you! It's a black and white photo, and you've already you, you, can see you already know it. the style of the shoe. You, you know the height of the heel, the and you probably know the brand and what it costs. What do you think those cost? I don't. I don't know. I don't buy stripper shoes. I just know that stripper shoes sometimes have lucite. Heels. Much to Louis' dismay. I've got arthritis. I can't wear them anymore. Yes. There was a time. <laughs> low, low, low. <laughs> Again, I'm just kind of in one of those moods today. I was in a no. five-hour meeting yesterday that I couldn't say anything mm-hmm. before. I mean, so I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. a little punchy? I am a little punchy today. I, okay. I'm, I'm very happy about that. I'm a little punchy today. Um, so, yeah, the other one I have, and mm-hmm. I'm not depressed because I'm very excited, but there's a whole article on young people... Being depressed. Oh, no. And I think depression is a terrible thing. 
it I, I have known people with depression. I have lost people to depression. It's a debilitating um, illness. I, it is a sure. debilitating illness. So I am in no way uh, telling you I don't think that this is real. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how you can be young and have all of this stuff in front of you and be depressed. Mm-hmm. This generation has more crap and more access to crap than any generation before them. Perhaps that's the problem. It could be. It realistically could be. They could have too much crap and just not... Reminds me of the joke about the, the, the optimistic kid and the pessimistic kid. Mm-hmm. Right? And so the parents decided at Christmas they were going to try to teach their children a lesson. Mm-hmm. So in one room, they put all these brand new toys. Mm-hmm. And in another room, they put a pile, a big pile of horse shit. Okay. So they tell the kids, your Christmas presents are in this room, and they sent the pessimistic kid into the room with toys, Mm -hmm. and they sent the optimistic kid into the room with the horseshit. Mm -hmm. They hear crying coming out of the pessimistic kid's room, and they hear cheers of joy coming out of the optimistic kid's room. The optimistic kid's name Biff? No, no. So they open the door, and they ask the pessimistic kid, what's wrong? Mm -hmm. He says, well, I'm sitting here with all these toys, and I'm just wondering which one's going to break first. Right, immediately going to what's the worst thing that can happen to this room full of brand new toys. Uh-huh. Now, the optimistic kid is still screaming and yelling at the top of his lungs. Mm-hmm. They go in and they ask him why he's so excited. Mm-hmm. And the optimistic kid says, with all this horse shit in here, I know there's got to be a pony here somewhere. <laughs> right, he was so happy there was a pony in the room somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I kind of look at that at life, right? There's people that no matter what they have in front of them, they find a way not to appreciate it. And there's other people like, you know, it might look like horseshit, but there's a pony here somewhere. <laughs> so yes. it's kind of the optimistic, pessimistic version of where there's smoke, there's fire. Yes. Where there's horseshit, there's a horse. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the New York posted a whole article on Zoomers uh-huh. and how depressed they are. Now, I agree that part of it could be the media message that they're consuming. Mm-hmm. Right? When I was a kid growing up, America was great. Mm-hmm. Um, we could do anything in the world. We were the greatest country in the world. Mm-hmm. And we were fed that message through movies and through TV, mm-hmm. um, newspapers, right? That's not the message these young kids are getting mm-hmm. today. Existential threat mm-hmm. are two words that they've heard their entire lives over things that probably aren't existential threats. By the time I graduated college, I had been told for years that humans were a cancer on the planet. Yes. Yes. I left college like, yeah, we're a cancer on this planet. Mm -hmm. And then it dawned on me one day, hey, we're a native species to this planet. So don't we have just as right, just as much right to be here as every other native species to the planet? We're we're the only species on the planet that saved another species on the planet. Mm -hmm. Granted, we have made a few of them extinct. Mm-hmm. I fully, uh, that's us. We did that, but right? We're not the only species. Well, it wasn't me. Is. It was us. It's our species, right? But we're, we're the only the species. We're the only species to have driven another. We are not the only species to drive. We have done it, but we, we have, have also the only species to save another species. Mm-hmm. Intentionally, on purpose. Not because it works because you can coexist, mm-hmm. but because you meant to. All right. Yes. So only 36% of Americans age 18 to 29, though, approve of Joe Biden's performance. This is a Harvard Kennedy Schools Institute of Politics poll. From a Kennedy. From Harvard and a Kennedy. You sure they got their math right? That should have said 63% if it was coming from their approval of his job performance. Anyway, um, 48% of Zoomers polled 
um, say they have felt unsafe in the past month in shopping malls, 16% in public transportation, 15% in neighborhoods, 13% in college campuses, which is kind of amazing that they just feel unsafe. But again, they're getting bombarded by social media. They're being told they're unsafe. Correct. Everywhere. Yes. They're being told, my mom just added in the comments that they've been told that climate change is going to end the world. So yeah. they feel like they have no future. The financial situation in the world is such that they're being told they're never going to be able to own a house like their parents did. Mm-hmm. It's also everywhere they turn. The police are going to kill you. Something else is going to come. Like, it's just. There's doom and gloom everywhere. Yes. And Melissa, they're right. Kids don't have any downtime from social media. They're not like adults where we put our phone down and we have happy hour. (laughs) I love happy hour. It's the hour to be happy. Mm -hmm. I told you I'm on fire. Oh, and uh, Amanda's mom. Amanda's mom. Please tell us if Amanda did have a pair of eight inch heels at one point in time. I could run. Inquiring minds want to know. I could run in eight-inch heels, but I've never <laughs> owned them because they're incredibly expensive. They Bobby, charge you by the inch. Bobby wants to know. All right, they're uh, expensive. I am maxed out at five-inch. Yes. I have five-inch heels. So um, all of these stats, feeling nervous, anxious, or on edge, mm-hmm. 54%. Nervous, nervous anxious. anxious. Uh, trouble relaxing, 52%. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're always on edge and anxious, how can you relax? Mm-hmm. Uh, feeling down, depressed, or hopeless, 47%. Little interest in pleasure in doing things, 46 You're young. Do you understand when you get to be our age, there's certain things you can't go back and do anymore? They don't. They it's don't done. It's past us. Our age. Maybe well, mine, but definitely not yours. Like uh, you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you still have hope. You have hope. I got nothing. And I'm not lonely, depressed, or trouble relaxing. Um, worried about the potential uh, mass shooting when in a public space. Mm-hmm. I do not worry about that. Do you worry about that? Mm-mm. I mean, I understand there's risk everywhere I go. I worry more about a mass accident on the highway based on what I see driving every day. Mm-hmm. But don't, the other stuff I don't worry about. Um, feeling afraid as if something awful might happen. 42%. <laughs> My mom confirms I never had eight inch heels. Man, I can't work I with had you. five. Susan, I just can't work with you. The answer was 10-inch heels is what we were looking for. But you had to tell the truth. I've got size, or size 10 clompers. You had to tell the truth. I don't have that big oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I, I just, to me, it's interesting to watch this because this generation has access to stuff that I only dreamed of. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool if science fiction movies didn't have a hand moving the ship? Mm-hmm. And everything has... Um, what do they call it? Uh, An app? No, whenever they have the animated stuff in the movies and stuff. Um, I want to say IG, CGI. Thank you. I was missing one of the letters. Yes. CGI. I had IG. I didn't have it right. CGI. Um, you had all this cool stuff that you can watch in the movies now that you couldn't watch. I mean, they have like the Hulk that looks like the real Hulk now. Mm-hmm. We had Lou Ferrigno painted yeah. green. I mean, it was different. <laughs> They have a Spider-Man. They have Spider-Man that looks like he's going somewhere. We had Spider-Man walking on a building, and then they would flip the, the yeah. camera, right? I mean, and completely Batman different. Walk, walking on the side of the building yeah. with a wired cape. Yeah. Well, so I went through child development classes before the intersectionals got to it. Yep. And at that point, we were taught that limits make for healthy kids, healthy and happy kids. And so putting limits and restrictions on children, even though they'll fight you, it gives them comfort because, and I can 
I can demonstrate this when I was a dolphin trainer. Um, when we moved the dolphins from the old habitats. I'm going to be quoting you on this tomorrow. All right. When <laughs> we when we moved the dolphins from the old habitats into the new yes. habitats, they were much, much larger and they mm -hmm. were much deeper. And we're thinking, like, this is going to be amazing. These dolphins are going to be so... They were scared out of their bloody minds yeah. for about two hours they had to just zoom around that habitat mm -hmm. and they had to find where the limits were yes and they had to relearn this habitat and so people are all oh these animals want to go out into big wide spaces they're terrified in big wide spaces they're terrified of the unknown children everything is unknown to children and so by not giving children clear boundaries it's detrimental to their mental health because mm -hmm. if everything is a possibility, that means everything amazing is a possibility and everything terrifying is a possibility. And that is overwhelming for children. Mm -hmm. And I think that this world of unlimited options and unlimited freedom, and you aren't constrained by anything, not biology, not by your parents, because your teachers can supersede, like you're not constrained by anything. It's terrifying and it's detrimental to their mental health. I agree with you. How do you process everything at the same time? I, I, I agree. I think that's part of the problem. Right? I think they're too young to be, able to, to, to be dealing with some of these, the screen time and the things that are on the screens. But anyway, there's been a double-digit growth in support among this group from 42% to 65% for government health insurance. Now, does that mean they're smart enough to know that they're going to need it? That means they're being told by yeah. every influencer that all of these amazing countries have it. And why don't we? Yeah. Why don't we? And government guarantees for food and shelter. Does that mean they don't want to leave their parents' house and they're afraid if they have to leave their parents' house, somebody else should support them? 62%. It's gone from 44 to 62. Mm -hmm. In that. I believe that. 100%. Gender the past decade, uh, young American support for stronger government measures against climate change even at the cost of economic growth, has expanded from 29 to 50%. Well, you guys are getting a taste of that right now, mm -hmm. a little minor taste. The big taste comes whenever uh, future administrations shut down power plants, which are required to power your electric vehicle. Mm -hmm. And everything else in your good, life. Good luck. Oh, yeah, your phones, too. You'll yeah. need that as well. Enjoy the Internet going out because there's rolling blackouts and we can't power internet so here's some scary things uh that i think parents are dealing with right now scary things for parents in light of the trends the survey finds that only 42 percent of young americans who grew up in conservative homes identify as republicans today compared with 60 percent of those from liberal homes who compare who i uh, identify as democrats now part of that i also think is the old saying if you don't have a heart if you're not a Democrat as a child, you don't have a heart. heart. And if you're not, not a Republican as an adult, you don't have a brain. Yes. Yeah. Well. Melissa disagrees with that. How? Well, let's look at how. I'm defending Melissa because she said good comments. Today. How, how do teachers identify? Mm -hmm. Overwhelmingly, my teachers, even when I was educated and I'm. I'm not that old. I'm not that far away from the education system. Even mine lean left. Even mine taught me what I now know to be skewed and leftist indoctrination that had no bearing in actual history. Mm -hmm. If you go back and you look at original sources and you look at original arguments, you read the Federalist Papers, what I was being taught was very skewed. 
And that annoys me. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, so I'm not putting my kids in school. Uh, I'm going to tell you most of the news we get is skewed. Yeah. If not 99% of it. So I just tell you, take everything you read with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I, I remember having a conversation uh, sophomore year in a uh, journalism class because there's a journalism major at um, or communications major at Florida Southern. And the professor was uh, very left-leaning. And he asked a question that was critical of Ronald Reagan. And I was shaking my head in the back because I didn't like the way the question was phrased. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, oh, you must believe everything the president says. I said, no, but I also don't believe everything that I read in the paper this morning. Mm-hmm. I thought it was our job to question everything. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've always kind of been that way. Just because you tell me something doesn't mean it's always true or just because it's tell- I, I kind of always just kind of critically thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like the person that told me if you drank more water, you, you wouldn't get COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why is that? Well, because it flushes everything out of your system. I said, well, what if it's just the fact that you wash your hands more because you're going to the bathroom more because you're washing your hands three or four more times a day than somebody who doesn't drink as much water as you is that you do that you get rid of the germs. It's not the hydration. Maybe it's not the hydration. Frequency it, of washing your hands. It's just good hygiene after the hydration. Yes. That's what I, and it's like, I never thought of that. Like, I'm just telling you, there's, you know, you got to think about this stuff. Well, that was like what I told my husband that, you know, children that had hot dogs X amount of times in a month are far more likely to have negative long-term outcomes. And he's like, is that because it's the hot dog or is it because their environment isn't as safe or conducive for long-term positive out- outcomes? And what did you say to that? Louis, you're wrong. I was like... <laughs> I was just telling you what the study said. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, critical thinking. It's an awesome thing. It's like, who authored the study? The vegan union? <laughs> yes. Hamburger Institute of America. <laughs> they could be beef hot dogs. Yeah, I, I got it, but still, hamburger. You want to sell more hamburgers? Anyway, uh, anything else today? You made it through homeschooling. I made it through our um, our CC year. So it's 30 weeks that I lead a class. I've completed all of our big events. We're done with end of year. We're done with mock trial. Which you won the mock trial. We did win mock trial this week. It was fantastic. So we lost their first round. So they had two competition days, two Mm -hmm. rounds of competition both days. So they lost the first two rounds. They were up against a legacy community that's been doing this forever and these are the younger younger siblings of other siblings who have future harvard students they had way (laughs) more um more of an idea of what mock trial was and how to run it and how to prepare for it meanwhile our team were all newbies they had never Mm -hmm. seen it all the directors involved were newbies and so you know that was our trial run that was they got their their nerves out on that one and we learned we we regrouped and we came back and we crushed them. So was Rick Rumrell the judge? He was one of the jurors. Okay, one of the jurors. Okay. Yep, the nine oh four now's own Rick oh, Rumrell. Rick Rumrell participated was in Matra. Mm-hmm. I took a picture, I sent it to Dylan. Yeah. It's like your dad's doing jury duty jury duty for my homeschool. <laughs> he's done jury duty, he's yeah. done this show, he's done his own show. Meanwhile, that chair that has Dylan's name on it, we never see him in. I know. I know. Dylan. He's just a busy guy. And I asked him, you know, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I got tired when he finished telling me. Yeah. I was like, Dylan, you go do what you're doing. I'm going to go take a nap. It's legit. He's not mm-hmm. just blowing us off. He's not. He's working hard. <laughs> At hardly working. No, he's really working hard. He's it's doing good. Hard. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow. Steph Hollis mm-hmm. is going to be here. Um, and as I said, I've 
I'm going to broach the most dangerous subject matter that I can. Chick invasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With no eight-inch heels. That'll be the day. We'll be impressing you with our brains and not our bikini cladness. I guess I'll wear my boots again tomorrow. That's the way it goes. All right. We'll see you guys.